Blog Talk Radio.
Messiah, Jehovah, the mighty God. Miracle Internet Church. It's a great day in the kingdom. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom. And a special welcome to all of our first time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant non denominational internet church. And we meet on the internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. Amen? Amen. We also meet on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States and whatever time that happens to be where you are waking up. Amen? Amen. So we invite you to join us and to bring the love of God with you. Amen? Amen. Bring the love of God with you. It's a wonderful thing to know that God Almighty lives on the inside of you. There's never a time when you're away from him or he's away from you. Amen. And when we walk in obedience to him, it seems that that presence grows stronger and stronger. Amen. So I want to encourage everyone to obey God. Amen? Let's obey God. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak. But he is strong Yes, Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me For the Bible tells me so Amen? Amen Jesus loves you too Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just sing along two times. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just sing along three times. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise.
praise the Lord. See, we're all God's children, and it's important to know that. Amen? Let's not forget it. Let's not forget it. Amen. Let's not forget that. It's so easy to get distracted, but we don't have to be distracted in the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Tonight, saints, oh, tonight, the Lord says that you need to pay attention to the preaching. Yes, you need to really pay attention to the preaching. Some of you, your lives are going to depend on knowing and doing what has been taught here. Amen. So don't let your mind drift off and don't decide that this is a good time to take a nap. It's not. It's a good time to hear from the Lord. Amen? Amen. Father Abraham paid attention. Amen. Father Abraham paid attention, and he got a reward for doing so. I suppose there's a reward for us, too. I suppose so. So I'm happy that everyone had a safe holiday and that we are all doing well. And we are growing in the Lord. We're progressing in the Lord. And God has wonderful things for us. If you're here for the first or second or third time, I want to welcome you and invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. And our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, click MIC Radio Chat. It's right across the banner, MIC Radio Chat. When the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, type in your name. That's right, your name. And say hello to everybody. Amen? And everybody will say hello to you. Praise the Lord. Love works like that. Amen? Now, if you're on a cell phone, it works pretty much the same. Go to your browser and type in MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, there will be three white lines against a black background. That's your link. Click that, and it will open up all the other links to you. And you can go to MIC Radio Chat and say hello to everyone, too. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, if you're listening to us live, you will need to listen through your phone because it's pre- the, the broadcast is presently being recorded. Amen? Amen. That's not hard. And when you want to hear it again, you can go across the banner to where it says Archive Sermons. And click that and scroll down till you get to the sermon that you want to hear. So, we want everyone to know. If you want everyone to know that if you're listening live, amen. Amen. There we go. 
if you're listening live, yes, there we go. That's better. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I kind of enjoyed my Father Abraham's song. I hope it didn't bother you too much. Amen. I was just thinking about that before we came on, that we're all God's children, and we need to remember that. He remembers it. He thinks it's very important. Amen. So let's go before the Lord, our God, in prayer. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and I give you praise for what we're doing here. I thank you, Lord. Father, I ask you to hover over your children tonight. The Bible says where two or three of us are gathered together in your name, There will you be in our midst. Amen. We want to thank you for coming into our midst. We want to thank you, Lord, for showing up, not just in our regular personal lives, but when we come together here at Miracle to worship you, to serve you, to honor you, to praise you, to bless your name. We thank you, Lord. It's a privilege and an honor to be yours while we're here on the earth. We know that there's a time when we will leave this planet and we will come home to be with you. But until that time, your presence is very precious and dear to us. Your presence is very precious and dear to us. And we thank you, Lord. We don't take your presence for granted. We honor you, we reverence you, and we worship you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for every good and perfect gift that comes down from the Father of life. We thank you, Lord. That this is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, we will think on these things. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Saints, let's just pray in the spirit for a little while. We need to get through some things. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just plead the blood of Jesus over this meeting tonight, over this broadcast, over this worship service, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We ask you, Father, to forgive us of all of our sins, all of our trespasses. All of our trespasses. Amen, Lord. Whatever we have done or not done, we ask you to forgive us, Lord, and to cleanse us with your blood. We thank you for it, Father, and we give you the praise. Oh, la, 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 la. I plead the blood of Jesus over your people, Lord. I plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over your people. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. 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 We just plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over each member, Father, over each saint. We're binding every voice, every strange voice, every foreign voice, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We're opening our ears, Father, to hear from you. We're opening our ears to hear from you. We bind the voice of the stranger, the seducer. Every spirit that would come to distract, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. Forbid any distractions in the name of Jesus. Because what the Lord is going to speak to us tonight is very, very important. We're soaking in the blood of Jesus Christ. We're soaking in the blood of Jesus Christ. We're soaking in the blood of Jesus Christ. We're soaking. We're soaking our minds in the blood of Jesus Christ. We're soaking our minds in the blood of Jesus Christ. We are soaking our minds in the blood of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, for the peace. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits of confusion, and we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull you down. 
and we send you back where you came from in the name of Jesus. We're soaking in the blood of Jesus Christ. We're soaking in the blood of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for your holy power. We thank you, Lord, for the many miracles that we have received. We thank you for the outpouring of your love and your compassion and your mercy, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father. In the name of Jesus. We reverence you, Father. We reverence you. We thank you, Lord, for your very holy presence in our midst. Your holy presence in our midst, Father. We take our thoughts off of every other thing. And we focus our thoughts on you, Lord. We focus our thoughts on you. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. We raise the shield of faith, Lord, and we quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in Jesus' name. We quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that our praises still the avenger in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover every breach, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. We cover every breach. Victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. We cover every breach with the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, 
chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peeping, whispering, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons, and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini and brainwashing spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing and womanizing and whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cybersex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits that manipulate modern technology, pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. We want to thank you, Father, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' holy name. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, and all components, and overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist black magic. Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander. Tribal group, indigenous groups. All kinds of groups of people, cultural groups in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Latin American, Caribbean, Hindu. Indonesian, Malaysian. Chinese, Russian, Japanese, North Korean, Iraqi, Pakistan, Brazil, Venezuela, Italian, all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Mordellans attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. 
all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs and Roka trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, the planting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lusts, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Binding wizards, black magic, jujus, and all tribal rituals and witchcraft and returning them from whence they came in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, arrequisidididia. Out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. We bind the King of Pride and his agents, and we forbid them to take up residence in our lives in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, 
idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain them with eternal chains unto darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name, every Masonic ceremony, rite, pledge, and vow, and those of the associated organizations and the powers that they use in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, cotton coats, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sin. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We take authority, dominion, and power over any spirits that have followed us, were sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command them to leave us now. Any spirits that came through our computer or our cell phone or through the Internet, we take authority, dominion, and power, and we break your powers in Jesus' name. We command you to leave us and never return in the name of Jesus. Any ungodly thoughts, uh, we circumcise from us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over our eyes. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. 
Thank you, Lord. Father, we cover our transportation and ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. Every place we walk, every place we drive, however we get there, we plead the blood of Jesus over it, and we forbid interference by the enemy. We thank you that you have released your angels ahead of us to protect us in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons that would attempt to attack us in our sleep and in the night. Right now, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every dream that we experience that you did not send to us. We bind it up, we bind its intent, and we bind the spirit that brought it in Jesus' name. We send it back on the head of the spirit that attacked us in our sleep. Anything they fed us in our in our sleep, we cough it up now in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> we cough up all poison that they fed us in our sleep. We disconnect ourselves from ties with those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ and with those individuals and entities. We cut ourselves free with the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come out in Jesus' name. We bind all voodoo spirits. All vampire spirits that suck our vitality, our vitamins and minerals out of our body in Jesus' name, we command those spirits to come out of us now. Everybody, deep breath and cough. Everybody, in Jesus' name, we command those spirits to come out now in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits of sickness, and illness and disease in the name of Jesus. All ear, nose, and throat devils are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All ear, nose, and throat devils are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Cough it up now. Fire of God. Ooh, into those places. Fire of God. Into those places. Cough that up now in the name of Jesus. Everything that went up the nostrils, in the ear canals, in the throat, in the lungs, Come out now. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Take a deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Cough it out. It has no right to be there. All ungodly spirits that are in our bellies, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come up and out now in the name of Jesus Christ. All ungodly spirits, spirits that are not of Jesus Christ, that are dwelling in our bellies, we bind you now. In the name of Jesus, take a deep breath and cough them out. Cough it out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Cough it out. It has no right to be there in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Father. We give you the praise. We send those spirits bound to the feet of Jesus to be judged and tormented before their time. We thank you, Lord. We pull out any sharp pain. All voodoo pens, fiery darts, pins and needles, spears or anything sent to us from the demonic realm. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear down walls of protection around shamanists, globalists, nanotechnology, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, all charms and fetishes, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, 
sickness, destruction, spells, hoodoo, root work, crystals, incantations, and all chantings, tribal rituals, and sins in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold. We break the power of spirits of hate, bitterness, and murder, spirits of envy, jealousy, and wizardry, sorcery, and all the spirits that work with you. We bind blinding spirits and spirits of bondage in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, you for releasing your grace over the people of God in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 23. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 19, verses 7 through 9. And our featured ebook is Synagogue of Satan Bible Study, the New Age Movement. So our guest call in number remains area code 319 527 6235 and press 1. That's area code 319. 319- Five two seven six two three five and press one. Tonight we're going to talk about time with the Lord. Time with the Lord. You know when I started becoming very serious about my walk in the Lord, I was advised to set a time, the same time every day to meet with the Lord. And when I went to meet with him, I brought a song. I brought a worship song with me, a song of praise and worship to the Lord. I brought my Bible. I brought something to write with. And I brought a notebook because when God spoke, I wanted to write down what he said so that I wouldn't forget it. And every day I would seek the Lord in that very manner. And if you've never heard that before, maybe today is your day. Amen? Because we have to set aside time, time to be with the Lord. We can't just rush in and here I am, God. Okay, I'm out to work, God, and I'm gone. No. We have to give God the time that he's due because he's God. He's very important to us. And there should be no one on this planet or anywhere else that is more important to us than our God. We're developing a relationship, a love relationship with him. And in order to do that, you have to spend time with the Lord. Amen? So I'm going to read this to you, and I hope it sinks into your heart. Take time. To be holy, speak off with thy Lord. Abide in him always and feed on his word. Time to be holy. The world rushes on. Spend much time in secret with Jesus alone. By looking to Jesus, like him, 
thou shalt be. Take time to be holy. Let him be thy God, and run not before him, whatever be tied. In joy or in sorrow, still follow thy Lord, and looking to Jesus, still trust in his word. Take time to be holy. Be calm in thy soul. Each thought and each motive beneath his control. Thus led by his spirit to fountain of love. Take time to be holy, saints. Take time with the Lord. God did not intend for us to operate under conditions of stress. When Jesus Christ took on the curse of our sin, he took on the curse of stress so that we might receive his rest. He took on our stress so that we might receive his rest. Everything in your life and world does not depend on you. I know you're shocked, but that's the truth. God made you in his image and likeness. He did not make you a machine. He did not make you a machine. We must enter into his rest, saints. That's what we must do. This rest begins in our minds as we rest in his love and in his word. That's right. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Parest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
saints, we must choose to rest in his faithfulness. We must choose to rest in his faithfulness. In the constant change of the circumstances of life, we have a faithful, never-changing God who is in control. Yes, he's in control. Every day begins and ends with his purpose. There isn't a detail that escapes his eye, nor a trial that doesn't touch his heart. Any single experience beyond his compassion. Every moment of our lives is in his care. If we allow him to, he will give each of us overwhelming peace and hope today and in the days to come, too. When we meditate on our God, we spend time deliberately thinking about God. Time deliberately thinking about God. We think about his wisdom. We think about his compassion. We think about his long-suffering. We think about his desire. We think about his plan. We think about his mercy throughout each day. The way for a believer to do this is by knowing God. That's right. The way for a believer to do this is by knowing God. And the only way a Christian can come to know God is through his word. That's right. It's through his word. How do you establish a more intimate relationship with God? By getting to know him through the scripture. By getting to know him. Through the scriptures. You see, if you just read the Bible for rote, you know, you're just reading the word, going to get a whole lot out of that. Amen? You have to look for a person when you read the word. You have to look for character traits of God when you read the word. You have to look for his personality coming through the scriptures to you. You have to find out who he is because who he is is embedded in the scriptures. Who he is comes out when you open your eyes, your ears, and your heart, and you receive the person that's speaking to you through the word. You see, just reading is good, but listening and receiving 
as you read is better. You get to know what God thinks. You get to know how God feels. You get to find out that God has emotions too. You're not the only one. And that he expresses them. You get to find out that God is very patient. And he gives a lot of chances. You get to find out that God corrects and even punishes. There's so many things to learn about God in the scripture, but you have to open your heart and your mind to receive what he has to say in the word of God. Amen? Amen. In the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 39, the Gospel of John, Chapter 5, verse 39, it says, Search the scripture. Search, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. The scriptures talk to us about God. They talk to us about the Father, about Jesus, our Lord and Savior, about the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, our Comforter. The the scriptures tell us who God is and all about him. So he's no longer uh, someone that's unfamiliar to us. He's someone who is close and intimate with us. He tells us what he expects of us. He tells us what he will do for us. So if you want to get to know the Lord, get to know him through the word. The Bible is a talking book. It's a talking book. As you read the pages and the words, perhaps you should ask God some questions. I used to do that, and I would come to questions and ask him, and he'd say, well, the answer is thus and so. And I'd get to another question as I read further, and he said, well, the answer to that is a few levels beyond where you are. So I would write that question down and put it in my little shoebox, and I would leave it there knowing that at the right time, God will answer that question for me. Amen? I had a little shoebox where I put the questions that I wanted God to answer, and he answered them. Amen? The Bible talks a lot. It's really a talking book. It will speak to your heart. If you choose to listen, it will speak to your heart if you choose to listen. God is calling us to more focused thinking. Yes, more focused thinking, contemplating and pondering on him and on his word 
continually through the day. All during the day, we should be thinking about God and his word. This focused thinking on God and his word allows our Father to share his secrets with his children. He will tell us the answer to questions that we asked some time ago and have forgotten about. He desires to speak to his children in a close and personal way. Satan will oppose this move in your life. Yes, he will. He hates it when you bind the distractions in your life. He has many counterfeits and distractions to keep you from growing in intimacy with the Lord. But saints, you ought to know that you can overcome the enemy whenever you decide to do it. There are many hindrances to our relationship with the Lord. So we're going to look at a few of them, just a few. When we are becoming caught up with the world and its cares, it can pull us away from God. When we are becoming caught up with our world and its cares, it can pull us away from God. When we are becoming caught up with our family's world and their cares, it can pull us away from God. Does that mean that we should just ignore the situations that plague our world, our family's world, the whole world? No, of course not. Does that mean that we should just neglect participation in local and world affairs? No. We ought to be involved as the Lord leads and direct. We ought to be involved as the Lord leads and as the Lord directs. You know, we are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works, Ephesians says. The key is not to become entangled. You remember when you were little and you had a jump rope, at least some of us did, and if you didn't do things just right, your legs and your feet got all tangled up and caught up in that jump rope to the point that you couldn't jump anymore. That's entangled. That's entangled. It is the same principle that we should use in working in relationships. We are not to allow circumstances 
to bind us up so that we find it difficult wherein we become ensnared. Now, we need to talk about that for just a moment. You know, depending on how we grew up, we address relationships, work relationships, church relationships, social relationships, club relationships, family relationships, all kinds of relationships differently. These same relationships should not get us so tied up, so bogged down, so overcome that we begin to slip away from the Lord. You know, I do believe that some of us might need to repent of that, of allowing outside relationships to interfere with our relationship with the Lord. That's right. There is not supposed to be any relationship on this earth that should interfere with your relationship with the Lord. You see, our relationship with the Lord is a sacred relationship. It's a sacred bond that we have with him. Spiritually, the Lord has married us because we are the bride of Christ. It's a very intimate, a very holy, a very precious, and a very very sacred relationship. We should hold this relationship in high, very high esteem. That's right. We're not to allow any other relationship to infringe on our relationship with the Lord. Amen. That's the way it is. We should not allow ourselves to become ensnared in relationships either. You know, young people and maybe older people as well, as they're beginning courtship, they want to promise everything to each other before they are ready to make a commitment with those promises. And as it may turn out, they may discover later on that they're not able to keep those commitments or vows that they made. Why? Because they were premature. They were premature and ill-advised. But when we seek the Lord and we walk closely with the Lord, we can avoid that ensnarement and that trap. Amen? Amen. We should not perceive ourselves as being entwined, as in a vine. You know, you went out there to do some work in the yard and you got all tangled up in the vine, and now someone else has to come free you. 
Relationships shouldn't bind us that way. Amen? Some of us are much too entangled in the affairs and the lives of our relatives. Some of us are much too entangled in the affairs and the lives of our relatives. We have not sought the Lord so that we recognize and adhere to proper boundaries. So that we recognize and adhere to proper and godly boundaries. Boundaries create order and safety and restraint. Boundaries create order and safety and restraint. Saints, we should seek to walk close to the Lord and obey his way. You know when you're in traffic, going down the highway, you're pretty safe as long as you stay in your lane. And if you desire to change lanes, means well before the point of change, you need to use your turn indicators properly. In the state of Florida, it is against the law to fail to use your turn indicators properly. Nowadays, people are so rude and ill-mannered and discourteous in their driving that they will cut in front of you and flick their turn indicator after they've already cut in front of you. But that's not the proper use of turn indicators. Turn indicators are used to signify to others, to alert others of your desire and intent to move from one lane to another or to make a turn. When used properly, they help to avoid accidents. When used improperly, they either cause accidents or serve no purpose at all. So, you see, it's important how we manage our relationship, especially our relationship with the Lord. In Malachi chapter 1, verse 2, Malachi Chapter 1, verse 2, the Lord says to us, I have loved you, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? My, that's an interesting thing to say to the Lord. That's a very interesting thing to say. When we doubt God's love for us, saints, we have sinned against the Lord. When God has committed himself to us, he's committed his word, committed his love to us. And when we take the attitude 
that God does not love us, we have sinned against the Lord. In this verse, the Lord says, I have loved you very deeply, very deeply. But his people retorted, really? When was this? That's insulting, saints. It's demeaning. It's not honoring our God at all. Jeremiah chapter 31. Je- Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Everlasting love, saints, is not these temporary in and out, when it's convenient, so-called love relationships. You know, love relationships, so-called, where you use people to get what you want from them, and once you get it, you drop them. This stuff the young people do when they text each other to break up. They don't have the decency to speak to one another face-to-face. That's indecent. That's indecent. Humans are made in the image and likeness of God. They deserve respect simply because they are humans. Amen Says yes I have loved thee With an everlasting love Therefore With loving kindness Have I drawn thee God has drawn us To himself He's in in a way of speaking Wooed us To himself Surely If God would take the time to draw us to himself, we should give our time to him. Amen? Amen. So will you call God a liar when he says that he's loved you with an everlasting love? Will you tell him, no, you don't love me because you're having an attitude? Will you do that? The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, some of us don't yet understand how important everlasting life is. But I want to encourage you to, in your thoughts, to compare everlasting life to everlasting damnation and see which one you prefer. 
Amen. Second Thessalonians chapter two. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse sixteen. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse sixteen. Now our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation. Consolation? Yeah. Everlasting consolation. It never leaves us. Never. Never leaves us. Never leaves us. Never. Never. Ever. God comes to console his people continually to make us feel less sad or disappointed or to comfort us. He gives us everlasting consolation. Amen? No, it doesn't come in one day and you can't find it the next. No, that's not the way he works. He brings peace when we've had irritation and annoyance and hurt. He consoles us continually without end and gives good hope through grace. He consoles us and tells us it's going to be all right. It's going to be better. He's our consolation, saints. He's the one. You can't find consolation in a chemical or in a food or in a drink or in being around a lot of people or in a lot of the things that people use to try to substitute for God. The only true consolation comes from him. So if you're trying to get it somewhere else, it's not the real thing. Amen? True consolation comes from the Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father. That's what we really Need to know. Romans chapter 3, verse 4. Romans chapter 3, verse 4. Romans chapter 3, verse 4. God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. Let God be true, but every man a liar. You just can't say that God doesn't love you. Whether you're in a soak or a pout or you're trying to let the devil lure you into depression, you cannot say that God does not love you. God will love you even if you choose to go to hell. His love is everlasting. 
That's the way it is. Titus chapter 1, verse 2. Titus chapter 1 and verse 2. Titus chapter 1. First Timothy, Second Timothy, Titus. Titus chapter 1, verse 2. In hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie. See, God cannot lie. People do lie, but God cannot lie. Promise before the world began. Cannot lie. There are many saints who are just too full of their own thoughts to make room for God. There are many saints who are just too full of their own thoughts to make room for God. Isaiah chapter 65. Isaiah chapter 65. Isaiah chapter 65. Verse Do you remember when you were like this thing? You were too busy doing your thing, being preoccupied with what you wanted and what you were trying to attain and what you thought was important. You were just so busy and so preoccupied and so full of your own plans and your own desires that you didn't have time for God. Well, it can happen again after you've come to God. You're so busy being busy that you slip away from God. It has happened. That has happened to you. Perhaps you should consider repentance. No, I don't mean, oh, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me for all my sins. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean true, heartfelt repentance, truly recognizing how you've slipped away from the Lord, how you've grown cold on him, how you're no longer giving yourself to him the way you once did, how you've allowed the passion of your relationship with the Lord to grow cold. Perhaps you need to have a little talk with Jesus so that things can become all right. Romans, oh, I didn't read that one to you. Okay, Isaiah 65, verse 2. Isaiah 65, verse 2. Isaiah 65, verse 2. You know, I believe there's a scripture that tells you if you've grown cold on the Lord, do your first works again. I know there is. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 2. I have spread out my hands all the day, the Lord says, unto a rebellious people which walketh in a way that was not good after their own thought. 
a way that was not good after their own thought. Romans chapter 10, verse 21. Romans chapter 10. Verse 21, but to Israel, he says, all day long, I have stretched forth my hand unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. I have stretched forth my hand unto a disobedient and op. Think about that. God keeps reaching, and you keep being hard-hearted and stubborn. Think about that. Amen? Think about that. Psalm 10, verse 4. Psalm 10, verse, Psalm 10, verse 4. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. The wicked, through his pride, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. So if God is not in your thoughts, he calls that being wicked through pride how God sees that. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7. Let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, for and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Matthew chapter 22. Verse 37, Jesus speaking, Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. That's right. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, with all of thy soul, and with all of thy mind. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. 
Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. This is the first commandment. Verse 33, Mark chapter 12, verse 33. Mark chapter 12, verse 33. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, and with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Saints, it's a love relationship. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. Saints, Jesus has bought us. We belong to him. That's right. We actually belong to him. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. For ye are bought with a price. That's right. Jesus had to shed his blood on the cross for us to be bought back. We were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Don't do anything in your body that does not glorify God. No tattoos don't glorify God. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. See, your body belongs to God. Your spirit belongs to God. We belong to God. That's right. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. I know you've seen on the on the news these persons claiming that they own their bodies and blah, blah, blah. Let me explain something to you about that. They're lying. Nobody owns their body. Our bodies are the property of our creator. You didn't make one for yourself in order for you to come to this earth. And when you leave this earth, you cannot make your body get up and follow you. If you owned it, you would have command authority over whether it stays or leaves. But you do not. You have a lease agreement. As long as you are on the planet, God will allow you 
to use the body that he provides for you. It does not matter if you like it or if you don't. He's the one that chose the body for you. If you're male, you are male. If he chose to make you female, you are female. If he chose to make you tall, you are tall. If he chose to make you less than tall, you are less than tall. Amen. There comes a time when you must accept and submit to the will of the creator. Satan is not the creator. He's a fraud. And man is not the creator either. You were born by the will of God, regardless to the circumstances that surrounded your birth. You were born by the will of God. And don't ever forget that. People may have done certain things, but you were actually born by the will of God. Amen? And you don't have the right to decide that it's time to terminate your existence here. That's not your right. That's God's right, not yours. Amen? First Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18. First Peter to one verse eighteen. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold, from your vain conversation or lifestyle received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. What did it take to redeem you? Silver, not gold, not Bitcoin, or any of that other. But with the precious blood of Christ, the blood of the lamb of God. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. To give his life in exchange for many. Galatians, chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians, chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians, chapter 3, verse 13. Christ hath redeemed us. That's how you were redeemed. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you to become redeemed, for your soul, your life, 
to be brought back, to be purchased, to be taken away from the enemy. Christ has redeemed us. Without him, you had a certainty of eternal damnation without any hope. Amen? Saints, we are God's temple. We are God's temple. That's right. A temple is a place where worship takes place where attending to God takes place. That's what a temple is about. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. For ye are the temple of the living God. Ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. We are the temple of the living God. And we should treat us as if we're the temple of the living God. Amen? We should keep that in the forefront of our mind. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 19. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 19. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 19. Now, therefore... Ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. We've talked about this verse before. In whom ye also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. You are not Saint so-and-so over there doing your own thing. No, you are a part of the body of Christ. And if I am your pastor, you are a member of Miracle Outreach Ministry. You are a part of the body of Christ. God has connected you to his body in a very special and holy way. And the Holy Spirit accomplishes this. So we should honor the connection that we have with one another in the body of Christ. It should be a very holy and precious connection, and we should value it very much. Amen? Amen. It is the truth. Saints, 
The Lord our God, he is our shepherd, and we are his sheep. You know, every time I think about this, I remember my time in Israel. And as we would travel, we would see the Bedouin. We would see the shepherds out there with their sheep, and there would be a lot of sheep. And the shepherd lived right out there, outside, with the sheep. He had a tent. He had a Toyota truck. He had a satellite thing for his television, but he lived out there with the sheep. Amen? I can still see that. First Peter chapter 2, verse 25. First Peter chapter 2, verse 25. For ye were as sheep going astray but are now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your soul. At one time, you were sheep just wandering anywhere. No direction, no caretaker, no one to protect, no one to cover, no one to defend. But now, you are returned unto the bishop and shepherd of your soul. That's important. Psalm 95, verse 7. Psalm 95, verse 7. Psalm 95, verse 7. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Psalm 78, verse 52. Psalm 78, verse 52. Psalm 78, verse 52. But made his own people to go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. Saints, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. He maketh us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. He is the one who restores our soul. So, saints, it's time for God. Amen? It's time for God. Amen. It's time for God. It's time to make room and to make place for our God. Amen. That's what time it is. That's what time it is. You know, I've been um, posting some things 
in the chat room all week and parts of last week. And if you missed anything, you need to scroll up and find out what you missed. Because I guarantee that you missed something that was important. Amen. Amen. In fact, there's an announcement that you probably missed. Yes, there was an announcement that was placed in the chat room. And if you didn't have time, you might have missed that announcement. Amen? You might have missed that announcement. And you say, well, what was the announcement? What could that have possibly been, Pastor? Well, it's the fast. That's right. It's the fast. Now, Saints, I'm going to be posting now, so I need you to I need you to slow down there. I need you to hold off for a little while with your posting so that everybody can get everything that they need to get, okay? Thank you. I appreciate that. The fast begins on Saturday, January 7th at 12.03 a.m., your time zone, and proceeds continuously through Saturday, January 14th, at 12 midnight, your time zone. Please add this to your calendar. The fast begins on January 7th at 12.03 a.m., your time zone, and proceeds continuously through Saturday, January 14th at 12 midnight, your time zone. Please add this to your calendar. Amen. Our focus will be Jude chapter 1, Jude chapter 1, Jude chapter 1, verse 20 through 21. Amen. Amen. Our worship. Our song of worship and praise for the fast will be posted by the pastor in the MIC chat room at the commencing of the fast. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's see how this is going to work. That's right. Pastor's going to post the worship song. We're supposed to, there we go. Let me see if I can separate this a little. Ah, there we go. We're supposed to, let me go all the way to the bottom. Amen. There we go. We're supposed, there we go. Hopefully that did right. All right. 
we're supposed to memorize Jude to 1, verses 20 through 21. And in our exercise, we need to pray in our prayer language for 15 minutes twice each day. The Bible readings for each day are listed as follows. Day 1, Titus chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Day 2, Titus chapter 1, verses 10 through 16. Day 3, Titus chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Day 4, Titus chapter 2, verses 9 through 15. Day 5, Titus chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Day 6, Titus chapter 3, verses 9 through 15. Day 7, Proverbs chapter 20, verses 1 through 15. And day 8, Proverbs chapter 20, day, uh, verses 15 through 30. I'm going to give you a moment to uh, record that, however you record things. Amen. To record that, I know many of you are attempting to do that. And uh, as you scroll, you will you'll find that part. Amen. 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 The Lord. Amen. Our cry, you said our cry, that's right. We've got one now. Our cry. Father, establish your authority and order in my life. Lord, correct my life, correct every day before the Lord. Amen? That's our cry. Every day before the Lord. Amen. Uh-huh. That's our cry before the Lord every day. Praise the Lord. Okay, saints. I need you to halt your your postings until I get finished. There will be questions. Questions? Yes, there are going to be questions. Each day of the fast, there will be a question posted in the MIC chat room. This is a question for each member, each saint, to ask the Father. I highly recommend waiting for an answer as well. Amen? I highly recommend waiting for an answer as well. That's right. Now, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'm trying to give you a little time. To get things done Some of you are writing Some of you are uh, Copying and pasting 
our prayers. We are interceding for the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries to continue receiving healings in their bodies, including weight loss, weight gains, pain, and inflammation. We are praying warfare scripture prayers covering the MIC website. We are interceding for the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry to receive healings and deliverances in their mind. And there are two scriptures listed with that. They would be 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, and 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. This prayer, this particular prayer, will apply to those members who ask the Father for this blessing and thank him for it. So if you would like for this prayer, this particular one, to apply to your life, you will need to ask the Father for this one and thank him for it. We certainly wouldn't want to pray something for you that you really don't want. So everyone may not want to receive healings and deliverance in their mind. I hope you do, but you do have an option. Amen? We are interceding for breakthroughs, and there are three scriptures listed. Psalm 60, verse 12, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 through 7, And 1 Chronicles chapter 14, verse 11, for members Sam O, J.C., Dagmar, J.S., and M.C. Amen. We are releasing four times each day faith, obedience, humility, divine protection and safety, truth, grace, joy, and strength over all Mom members, those who did not review 2022 with the Father at the end of the year, you may do so from his point of view. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. So, now we have the real fun part. Amen. We have the fun part. Amen. We have the fun part now. Lisa, I think this part is fun. Amen. Now, let's see if I can't get it put. This entire thing is located in the chat room. So, Marcy, if you need to know the scriptures, you'll need to read the posting. All right? Amen. It's right in the posting. Amen. Ah, let's see. Challenge. All right, let's see if I can't work this out. Okay, I'm going to give you all time to do that. For some of you, it's your first time doing it. So you're going to need a little more time than 
the more seasoned saints. Let's put it that way. Everything is posted in the chat room. So if you have any questions about what was said, it's in the chat room. Amen. It's already in the chat room. Amen. God is good, saints. We're going to get through this in no time flat. Amen. Praise the Lord. Those of you that have missed parts, just scroll up. It's right there. It's right there. Just scroll up. If you have to get on your computer later and scroll up, that's okay, too. We do what we have to do. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. We're about there. All right. There, your prayer closet, four times a day. This is where we execute Matthew chapter 18, 18, and 19. Uh, I don't think I have to read those to you, but I will. Where bind, you get to bind your own mouth, and you loose over yourself, James chapter 1, verse 19. Binding your own stubbornness and loosening Psalms 32, verses 8 through 9. Binding your own attitudes and loosening Mark chapter 5, verse 34. Binding your own distractions and loosening 1 Corinthians chapter... Binding your own childishness and loosening 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Binding your own demons. And loosening Luke chapter 11, verse 20, binding your own procrastination. And loosening Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, binding your own pride. Excuse me. And loosening James chapter 4, verse 10, binding your own emotions. And loosening Galatians chapter 5, verse 20 through 2 through 25. Binding your own flesh and loosening Galatians 5, 16. Binding your own sinfulness and loosening 1 Peter 1, 16 and Leviticus chapter 20, verses 7 and verse 26. Binding your own carnal mind. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Binding your foolishness. You're welcome. And loosening Proverbs chapter 9, verse 6 over you. Binding your own ignorance. And loosening Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1 over you. Binding your own fears. And loosening Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 over yourself. Binding your own thoughts. And loosening Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 over you. Amen? And you will do this. Four times a day. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. Ooh, praise the Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We're going to make it through this. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All righty. Dietary. Not allowed alcoholic beverages except for Holy Communion, caffeinated coffee, soft drinks, desserts, caffeinated beverages, breads other than Holy Communion, candy and red meat. Allowed proper physical hygiene, rest, water, Holy Communion, 100% vegetable and or fruit juice, protein shake is optional, decaf coffee, tea, dairy products are optional, citrus fruits, bananas, are optional, vitamins, and supplements. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. We're we're at the end now. We're going to make it. All right. All right. Let me see. Uh huh. Mm. All right. Amen. Let's see if I got it all here. Okay. All right. Day one, each meal or salad, each meal. Day three, same as day two. Day four, smoothies with two O's. Day five, water, juice, Holy Communion. Day six, smoothies. Day seven, Same as day five. Day eight, water only. Special consideration. Rest is recommended. No television, reduced computer, reduced social activities, video, cell phone, radio, YouTube, Internet, conversations, no parties, no video gaming allowed. Remember, this is a time to focus on the Lord, his words, prayers, and listening to him. Amen? Amen. And, Brother Bill, when you repost it, I'm asking that you put some spaces in between each section so people can read it. It's more than we used to have. It's a little bit more. So people can read it very clearly. Amen? Amen. So everything has been covered, and it's all in the chat room now. Amen. Again, the fast begins on Saturday, 
January 7th, and it proceeds continually through Saturday, January 14th. Amen? Amen. So, there you are, saints. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you in love and humility and reverence. And we ask you, Father, to sanctify this fast, sanctify your people to the fast, and to bless us, Lord. Bless us with your grace. Bless us with your strength. Bless us with your mighty power as we seek your face and humble ourselves before you and walk into the the way that you desire for us to, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Help us to remember, Lord, what we ought to do. Help us to keep track of the days of the fast. Help us to stay on schedule, Father. We take authority, dominion, and power over hindrances in the name of Jesus and blockades, and we bind them in the name of Jesus. We bind confusion and every evil work in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every distraction that the enemy will bring to get us off target in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the unity that you will provide during this fast and your overcoming power to be triumphant, victorious, and succeed in Jesus' holy name. We thank you and we give you praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brother Bill, it's time for those praise reports. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports. Let's start with Trish. She has a praise report. Thank you, saints, for coming into agreement with my prayer request. My co-workers, W's shoulder surgery went well without complications. Glory to God. Praise the Lord Jesus for his mercy and grace. Thank you, Father God. We just praise you for that praise report. Thank you, Lord. Kimberly has a praise report. I would like to acknowledge and praise the Lord for protecting me from dangers both seen and unseen while I was walking in rebellion. I am thankful to be reunited with him for his continued deliverance. I am thankful for Dr. Sabrina, Brother Bill, M-I-C, with Mom, and for those who prayed me through. This last fast was especially helpful. Praying the scriptures helped me with praying more. The fast really helped me reveal the carnal parts of my heart, which which I now have begun to pray more about, truly giving me a heart transplant. I'm grateful for his grace and mercy. I'm looking forward to getting even closer to him. Please continue to lift me up as I will the rest of my MIC family. (laughs) Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you. You're breaking through to all of us. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for providing the resources for the taxes and answering my global prayer room requests for clarity of mind 
so that I can accomplish my task. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Lena has a testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Through this ministry, your words are preaching to me most every day now. Thank you, Pastor Sprint, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, for your obedience to the Lord. That makes changes in other people's lives that choose life, eternity, and teaching me how to pray. I, it's been a blessing for me and my family. This morning, God gave me wonderful scriptures, and she goes on to talk about them. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. In case says, praise God is so good to me, and I don't deserve a bit of it. None of us do. It's just his unmerited grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. Thank you for your mercy, your truth, your grace, your love. God answered my prayer this morning about my role in making things hard and bringing the worst out of my son. Simply put, I've been trying to be the mom and dad. Thank you for Thank you so much for clarity and conviction thank you lord for breaking me and placing me in my rightful roles in life hallelujah thank you for healing restoration a new life love peace blessings to come you are holy praise you lord what a wonderful praise report jc has a wonderful praise report lord i want to give you praise and glory while in detroit Parked in a relative's driveway, a suspicious vehicle T-boned me. Carjackings are rampant in this city, and this appeared to be the scenario. But you said, no, Lord. The perpetrators left without doing me any harm. Praise God for your mercies and preservation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If God be for you, who can be against you? Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're always protecting us. We just praise you for that, Lord Jesus. KK has a praise report. I've been praying Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27 because I really needed a new heart. God answered my prayer. I continue to pray and stand on the scripture, wanting to see it fulfilled more and more. N.K. and A.K. have seen a noticeable difference in me. This morning, I had spoken in my old punitive way to A.K. when I was irritated by something I thought he did wrong. I went to him to apologize and reconcile. I couldn't help but tear up and begin to cry as I addressed how my harsh words may have made him feel. A.K. was moved, seeing his dad like that for the first time and seeing evidence that I am a changed man. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And N.K. has a praise report. Praise last spring. God supernaturally led me to a running store where they fitted me for my best pair of shoes I've ever owned. I actually learned to walk in them. I seldom wear any other shoes, not caring that the sneakers don't really match the colors of my clothes. I've since tried to get another pair of the same model. Both times I ordered the wrong shoes. The second time I couldn't get my money back. I kept messing around treating God's gift as if a cheap thing, so I put in a request. Which pair exactly do you want me to get, Lord? 
he revealed the right ones for me. And just like the first pair, they were actually, they are totally out of my comfort zone. I didn't realize that I had a comfort zone. I see that I have hidden myself behind a false identity made up of likes and dislikes, and God just keeps breaking them down. A new pair of shoes is very bright and happy, no pretense. I thank God for uncovering me and making me strong through my weakness and vulnerability of being unmasked. His ways are higher. Praise you, Lord. Dana has another praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy endures forever. I'm completing a work project, and the Lord revealed the concise set of data that I needed. And the latest bill from the electrician was 55% of what I expected to pay. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his holy name. Praise you, Lord. Amori has a praise report. Praise the Lord. I lifted up a tire situation that my mom and family encountered. I asked the Holy Spirit if it's his will to fix it, and he did. The amazing part was, even though the tire was in bad shape, we still managed no accidents because, by the help of God, every day, we bind up the accident spirits. Yes, saints, you all have to do that every time you get in your car to drive, and the Lord will take care of you. Claudette has a praise report. Daniel's eye is fully healed. Thank you, Lord. She had put a prayer request in the prayer room now, saints. Thank you, Lord, that I was looking for a teaching and feeling a little sorry for myself and thought I have a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, and forgive me for even considering to fill down. I love you. Thank you for all your protection. Psalms 91, praise you, Lord. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for getting us through 2022 without having another pandemic or nuclear war. Thank you for everything that you do for me and my relatives. Praise you, Lord Jesus, that you are sovereign and you're going to protect us no matter what. We praise you for that. Tammy has a praise report. The Lord has kept me safe during all my time on the road, often in rain and heavy fog, making it difficult to see the road. I am so grateful for his protection and provision and reliable transportation. Praise you, Lord. And Claudette has another praise report. They caught the guy that did the shooting last week at the restaurant next to my hair shop I went to. That is such a blessing, Father. You know anyone could have died behind that guy's action. Hopefully in prison you can reach him, Father. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. I just give you all the praise. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all of these wonderful praise reports. Wait a minute. You didn't read mine. Uh-huh. We can get to it later. <laughs> you you, you hit it. My... No, I you didn't. It. I put it right. I put it in plain view. Uh-huh. <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. You can do it the next time. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
moving right along. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Britain's Socialized National Health Service, the NHS, reportedly allows trans males. Okay, we know these ain't real males, okay? Trans males, okay? Uh-huh, we know what that is. To treat women who request same-sex staff, one think tank has claimed. What that means is when you go to the hospital and you, and you the uh, lady requests that only females uh, are her nurses and aides instead of some man, because you know they do that now. You go to the rehab center or to the hospital, and you're a woman, they're liable to give you a male nurse. And that's what they do now. They do anything they feel like doing. And if you complain about it, they'll tell you they're short-staffed. So in case you didn't know that that's what they do these days, that's indeed what they do. So Britain Socialized National Medical Health Service, the NHS, reportedly allows trans males to treat women who request same-sex staff. The UK's policy exchange think tank has alleged that the NHS currently allows male members of its staff who identify as trans to treat women in its care, even if those women request carers of the same sex. If such allegations are true, then it represents only the latest instance of the health service pushing transgenderism to the point it could jeopardize patient safety. With one part of the socialized health care provider already having been alleged to have covered up a rape committed by a trans patient. In a report published on Monday, the think tank claims to have seen a letter by North Bristol NHS Trust which says that patients will not be guaranteed same-sex staff for intimate care. Instead, trans people who dress and use the same pronouns as a patient receiving such care who requests same-sex treatment will also be permitted to access the patient, a factor the think tank alleges could put patients at risk. In practice, this means that a biological male will be accommodated with female patients on female wards and vice versa. If requested by a patient who self-identifies as a gender not aligned to their biological sex, the think tank writes. The letter goes on to reveal that the trust cannot guarantee same-sex intimate care or gain full patient consent because it refuses to ask employees their biological sex, the report continues. While a clinician is expected to disclose where relevant their gen- while a clinician is expected to disclose where relevant their gender identity, the trust confirms there is no policy requiring them to disclose their sex, and this expectation does not apply once a con- clinician has obtained a gender recognition certificate and is fully transitioned to their preferred gender. The letter does not 
elucidate on what transition consists of. The report goes on to say NBT has a serious history of alleged sexual assault taking place within its premises, claiming up to 30 alleged assaults said to have taken place at one single hospital operating under the trust care since 2019. According to the think tank, such statistics prove the importance of same-sex intimate care, with the group alleging that gender identity ideology is putting patients exposed to it in danger. If policy exchange is correct, it claims, it would not be the first that the influence of transgenderism within the NHS has led to alleged sex crimes being covered up. For example, one hospital in the UK is said to have denied a rape took place within their premises as they claimed that there was no male in the hospital where the assault was said to have happened. This was reportedly due to the fact that the alleged rapist involved in the incident identified as transgender through the branch of the NHS involved in the controversy is alleged to have since acknowledged the presence of the trans individual. It has taken nearly a year for the hospital to agree that there was a male on the ward and yes, This rape happened. One member of Britain's House of Lords remarked regarding the case. During that year, she has almost come to the edge of a nervous breakdown because being disbelieved about being raped in hospital has been such an appalling shock, the member continued. The hospital, with all its CCTV, closed-circuit TV, has had to admit that the rape happened and that it was committed by a man. Mm-hmm. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, the House of Representatives passed the Puerto Rico Status Act in mid-December, led by Republic Representative Raul, whoever, I don't know his last name, Democrat from Arizona. The mostly symbolic bill could be brought up again in the new Congress if signed into law the measure could spark a drastic change to the island's economy. The bill would require the U.S. government to conduct a plebiscite for the island's residents, allowing them to democratically decide whether they would like Puerto Rico to become the 51st state, an independent country, or remain a commonwealth. Previous non-binding referendums have resulted in a slight majority favoring statehood. The act received unanimous Democratic support in the House, and 16 Republicans crossed the aisle to vote in favor of the bill, including outgoing Liz Cheney. Supporters for the bill view it as an important step in undoing the vestiges of American colonialism. Invaded by the United States during 1898 Spanish-American War, Puerto Rico has remained in a state of colonial limbo that flies in the face of the anti-colonial values upon which the American... And uh, so the Representative Velasquez, a Democrat of New York, in a press release said after the bill passed the House, the time has come to fully decolonize Puerto Rico. This argument is not compelling 
to Yaron Brook, a Puerto Rico resident and chairman of the RAND Institute. When asked about the congresswoman's perspective, Brooks said, I don't buy it. He believes the island's inhabitants are better off today than they would have been had the United States granted them independence after the Spanish-American War in the late 1890s. People should not focus on whether colonialism is inherently evil, according to Brooks, but but instead ask themselves, are human beings better living better lives under this system or not? Brooke, who is also a hedge fund manager based in Puerto Rico, warned that both statehood and independence could have detrimental effect on the island's economy. Those who want to be a state basically want to be a state because they want more welfare, he said, adding that welfare will only make residents more dependent and less productive in the long run. A recent study found that many U.S. states offer unemployment and other benefits that exceed the national median household income. Brooke pointed out that more than 25% of Puerto Rico's workers are already employed by the government. There's a bloat of bureaucracy. Real jobs need to be created here. Economist and fellow Puerto Rican resident Peter Schiff, founder of Euro-Pacific Asset Asset Management echoed Brooks' opposition to statehood for the island, emphasizing the added tax burden that would come with it. Imagine owning a business in the state of Puerto Rico. 37% federal income tax, 15.3% self-employment tax, 3.8% Obamacare tax, 33% state income tax, and 11.5% sales tax, he wrote on Twitter on December 15th. Plus, since Puerto Rico has more debt per capita than any other state, state taxes will likely be raised. Brooke, a believer in free markets, does not see the prospects of independence as promising given the current political climate. Based on the island's government track record and the rhetoric originating from the prominent secessionists, Brooks believes independence would move Puerto Rico in the direction of more statism and more government intervention. Proponents of Puerto Rico's self-determination, however, argue that there is a moral imperative. For far too long, however, the people of Puerto Rico have been excluded from the full promise of American democracy and self-determination. Speaking on the House floor in support of the bill, we owe it to Puerto Ricans to bring an end to their island's 124-year-old status as a U.S. territory. Following in the footsteps of the early 20th century writer and philosopher, Brooke does not view democracy as an end in itself. I'm not big on referendum and the people deciding, he said. Thankfully, the people did not decide on the American Constitution, he added, referring to the Constitutional Convention of 1787. They decided through representatives, but they didn't decide directly. Who knows how that vote could have gone? Excuse me. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a health expert has sharply criticized the Chinese regime's lifting of international traffic 
travel restrictions in the midst of a massive COVID wave sweeping through the country. Saying the move is extremely irresponsible and could cause a global resurgence of the pandemic. The National Health Commission announced on December 26 that the country would end all quarantine requirements for inbound travelers from January 8, 2023. Travelers will need to obtain a negative PCR test within 48 hours of departure, it said. Currently, travelers entering China need to undergo five days of mandatory quarantine in an approved facility, followed by three days at home. The health body added that outbound tourism, which plummeted to almost nothing during the pandemic, will resume in an orderly fashion. It also removed the cap on the number of international flights to and from China. The regime's immigration administration said that passport applications for citizens intending to travel internationally will resume on January 8th. Since these announcements, a top topic on Chinese social media has been, I can finally go abroad after nearly three years of travel restrictions. Data from travel sites show that Chinese residents are rushing to book overseas trips. Chinese travel platform Tongqing Travel released data on December 27th, showing that the number of searches for visas to go abroad increased by 10 times, and the search volume of international air tickets soared by 850%. Japan, Thailand, South Korea, the United States, Singapore, Malaysia, Australia, and the U.K. were among the most searched destinations. The border reopening comes as China is gripped in a surge of COVID, which by the regime's own estimates infected 248 million people in the first 20 days of December. Analysis by U.K. researchers also projected 167 and 279 million cases nationwide, which could lead to between 1.3 and 2.1 million deaths. Earlier this month, the communist regime abruptly reversed its draconian zero-COVID policy that had battered the economy and caused extreme suffering among hundreds of millions who endured sporadic lockdowns for nearly three years. But the lack of preparation for the lifting of the policy has resulted in health services and mortuaries being overwhelmed and severe drug shortages as the virus spirals out of control across the country. Sean Lynn, a virologist and former lab director at the viral disease branch of the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research, said that the Chinese Communist Party's opening up of the country is actually a strategy to get everyone infected, not only within China, but around the world. I have a tendency to believe you. When they can't control the outbreak, they push it to the whole world. Just like when COVID first broke out in Wuhan, people who had been infected in Wuhan were allowed to travel around the world. The strategy is the same now as before, he said. COVID first broke out around the fall of 2019 in Wuhan, a city with 11 million residents in central China. Prior to the city's lockdown on January 23, 2020, more than 5 million had left the city without being screened for the virus, according to the then mayor of Wuhan. 
During China's initial lockdowns in January, the CCP had banned domestic travel but left international travel open, meaning a large number of people carrying the virus were able to seize the disease all over the world. Lin pointed to the regime's lack of transparency amid the latest outbreak, a consistent behavior over the past three years during the pandemic. The CCP is not sharing data, and the international community doesn't know how many different virus variants are spreading in China and whether there are other compound infections, he said. Under such circumstances, it is extremely irresponsible for the CCP to let people out of the country, which is a huge epidemic area. Put another way, it has a very treacherous purpose and is very malicious. The regime's official virus case and death figures since the lifting of zero COVID has drawn widespread skepticism. The country recorded only eight COVID deaths in December, a figure clashing with mounting reports of crematoriums across the country working at overcapacity. Health officials at the provincial and city level have also reported millions of infections in their region, contradicting the official count on the national level. Amid international scrutiny of the regime's virus data, the National Health Commission announced on December 25th that it would no longer publish data on COVID case or death figures. Now, we've seen that plan all over Europe. We prayed about this last week. The numbers, or they stop issuing the report. That's part of the plan, okay? Don't forget that. The Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention said on December 27th that it would now publish such data once a month. Hmm. So far, in response to the outbreak, India and Japan have tightened border controls, mandating COVID tests for travelers from China. Washington, meanwhile, is weighing controls for visitors from China due to concerns about the lack of transparent data coming from Beijing. Unnamed U.S. officials told media outlets on detour. December 27th. The regime also announced on Monday that it was downgrading control measures for COVID from the highest level to the second highest. This categorization effectively removed the justification for China's stringent zero COVID measures. Alongside this move, Beijing changed the official Chinese name of COVID-19 from new coronavirus pneumonia to New coronavirus infection. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, sure. This name change is an attempt by the CCP to downplay the worsening outbreak, according to Lynn. The CCP has changed the name of COVID-19 because too many people have been infected by the virus and developed severe pneumonia, which shows as white sections in their lungs, and many need hospitalization and have shown severe symptoms and even many deaths. Mm-hmm. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. This year is expected to be even tougher than 2022 as the U.S., EU, and Chinese economies slow down, according to the head of the International Monetary Fund. The Ukraine conflict, soaring prices, hiked interest rates, An unrelenting COVID in China will continue to exert an impact on the global economy. Kristalina Georgieva told CBS Face the Nation program on Sunday, we expect one-third of the world economy to be in recession. 
Since when did you get to be God? Even countries that are not in recession, it would feel like recession for hundreds of millions of people, she said. In October, the IMF slashed its outlook for global economic growth in 2023, citing the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, along with tougher monetary policies pursued by central banks around the world in an effort to rein in rising prices, including energy costs. Since then, Beijing has abandoned its zero-COVID policies, having begun to reopen the economy despite the rapid spread of coronavirus infections. According to Kristalina, China will face a difficult start to 2023 as the world's second biggest economy is likely to grow at or below global growth for the first time in 40 years. For the next couple of months, it would be tough for China, and the impact on Chinese growth would be negative. The impact on the region will be negative. The impact on global growth will be negative, the IMF chief warned. When this, when it comes to the U.S., she called the nation to be more resilient, adding that it might avoid recession if the labor market remaining, with the labor market remaining quite strong. This is a mixed blessing because if the labor market is very strong, the Federal Reserve may have to keep interest rates tighter for longer to bring inflation down, she said. Mm-hmm. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning weapons expert Mark Steele has warned the public that 5G is a weapon system designed to kill people masquerading as a benign advanced technology for enhanced communication and faster download. In an expert report, Steele said 5G represents a heinous crime if a person understands the motive behind its deployment. Steele previously acted as a witness and provided statements in several court cases, exposing the lack of any credible evidence that 5G light-emitting diode, LED network, and planned neural connection to the 5G grid are safe. He also exposed the nanometerial technologies that are contaminating Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccinations. His efforts paid off as a judge at Newcastle Crown Court declared that the FG, excuse me, 5G risk must be debated. The evidence I presented to the court defeated the attempt by the local authorities and actors in the British establishment to silence me from providing the published scientific evidence on the risk posed to the public and, and environment from the 5G urban radar network and its ultimate purpose, Steele said. That victory in legal battlefield created a public publicity storm that helped highlight the actual risk of 5G deployment across the world, as well as the total lack of care by regulators. Steele lamented that the world is blindly following the plans of the technocratic elite and the military-industrial pharma complex to terminate large numbers within populations across the world. The compartmentalization of weapons systems development has played a crucial role in not alerting those within the regulatory authorities and telecommunications industry to the real purpose and intentions of those driving and funding 
the deployment of 5G and biological chemical weapons masquerading as COVID-19 vaccines for a planned control and command kill grid, he said. Steele elaborated on the connections between 5G and COVID-19 vaccines. The COVID-19 vaccine adverse reactions data read like the destruction of mankind as millions of North American citizens die and are injured in the medical experiment that is in breach of the Nuremberg Code and the Rome Statue of the International Criminal Court, Steele said. The fact that the COVID-19 vaccine's vector data has made biological chemical weapons laboratories proves that they are only masquerading as vaccines with the emerging data of sterilization, ill health, health, and death across the West revealing their true purpose, Steele said. According to Steele, the 5G network has the capacity to target, acquire, and attack the vaccinated due to the nano metamaterial antenna from COVID-19 vaccine. Lethal autonomous weapon systems need the 5G networks to maintain their geoposition and navigate their environment to the target, he explained. These weapons cannot rely on satellite communications due to the potential for inclement weather events and signal latency to disrupt their signals, so they must have localized 5G networks for the upcoming cityscape battlefield environment for assassination capability and for battlefield domination in planned future wars. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we release the adjudications from the righteous judge concerning these issues that we have presented to you tonight. In Jesus' name. Brother Marshall. It's perfect. I'm in agreement. Amen. Well, we thank you, Father God. You know everything that's going on. And you said, if any man, any human being, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not. You said, call unto me and I'll answer thee and show, show you great and mighty things which you know not. So we thank you as we've been praying that prayer. Father God, according to Jeremiah, I think it's 33, 3. We ask you to show us the great and mighty things that you want us to know and grant us your wisdom and discernment because we know the Holy Ghost is the one who gives us all those gifts, including the gifts of discernment. We thank you for every good and every perfect gift that you give, Father. The gift of your only begotten Son, the breath of life, the gift of eternal life, and the gift of your Holy Spirit, Father, the indwelling presence of your Spirit to guide us and to lead us on the way you want each of us to go in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so, Father. We ask for your divine help and intervention in every situation that we need, Father, including all these situations that Pastor Sabrina has just read through in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so, Father, including with the situation about the um, pushing of this uh, transgender uh, business affecting personal care while people are in hospitals or in nursing homes or any other place where they might need personal care Father God, in Jesus' name, from nurses, aides, and others, Father. We ask for your divine help, Father God, that you'll protect your people and those that will be your people, and you'll grant those that are yours the wisdom and their family members the wisdom to know what to do to protect their family members in these situations, Father, in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Father God, you told us to pray for those who despitefully use us. We know this whole thing is an entire agenda. 
Father God, to basically trying to poke you in the eye and said that they're God and you're not, which we know is a lie. So, Father, you know you've heard their words. The people in the WF and all these other people that say, oh, yeah, yeah, some people think they can make their own decisions and choose uh, what to go to to buy at the grocery store and choose where to go and when to go there. And they said, no, but that's not going to be the case in the future. We're going to tell you what to do and what to do, and, and, and you're going to be happy about it. So, Father, we know that they think, as they're puffed up, that you don't deal with those spirits, Father God, because that's what Satan's basic, basic problem is. He has a spirit of severe pride and wrath, proud wrath. He's very, very angry because he knows his time is extremely short. No one, not even Jesus, knows the exact time Father God's going to say to Jesus, go get your bride. And these people are actually quite terrified, Father God. Or I should say the demons that are controlling them are terrified. Their handlers are control- that are controlling them are quite terrified because they know that you're coming back. And they know there's going to be a big change. And their little time here to, to torment the people, kind of like the Pharaoh and his group tormented the Jewish people in Egypt, they knew that, uh, time's up. You know, God can't, God's coming to rescue his people. There's a Exodus 2.0, whatever. The people are going to be leaving the system of this world. And thank you, Father, for helping us all to transition from the system of focusing our eyes on this world, as Pastor Sabrina's talked about so wonderfully tonight, to fix our eyes on Jesus, who loves us perfectly. We thank you for that perfect love. We thank you that you paid the full price. Father, we ask your divine help and adjudication, not only concerning the care of those, having people of, of similar biological sex to help take care of them, to prevent rapes and other uh, inappropriate touching and inappropriate actions, Father God. We thank you for the people in the United Kingdom finally admitted, yeah, there was a rape. And we thank you, Father God, that the people in the, in the public schools and other areas in this country, Father God, where they had uh, transgender students in, in the girls' locker rooms and doing things they shouldn't be doing, Father God, bringing these things to light. We thank you for exposing all the things that need to be exposed in your way and in your time, in Jesus' name, even as Jesus prayed, and even as he said, and we pray in agreement to your word, even as Jesus says in, in Luke 8:17, Jesus says, for there's... For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. And you confirmed it not only in Matthew 10:26, Mark 4:22, but many other places, including in Daniel. And we thank you for exposing what the enemy's been up to, Father. And we ask you for your divine help and intervention and adjudication. I'm in agreement with Pastor Sabrina because you said if two of you on earth, there's much more than two of us, we thank you for all the saints' prayers of agreement and all based on your word, Lord. If two of you on earth agree such anything you ask, it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. Father, we pray for those of our um, brothers and sisters in Christ in Puerto Rico that the decision there will be what you want. It's nice to give the people an opportunity to voice their opinion. Wouldn't we all like that to be actually true and not contrived and controlled by some other means other than legal and straightforward, honest voting and that sort of thing, if they're actually going to have a uh, referendum in Puerto Rico about this. But a lot of other votes in many other areas, and not just in the United States, and not just in Venezuela, many, many, many areas have been uncovered that a lot of these votes are not what people think they are. That's all just part of the game. Make people think that, well, this is a duly elected government. Oh, really? So, Father, we ask that things will be open and honest in whatever the referendum or what do they call publicity, whatever they're going to be doing in Puerto Rico, Father God. And you 
cause the outcome to be what you want, which would be best for the people there. They've had a lot of challenges, Father God, with hurricanes and other things, Father God, very serious challenges. And a lot of those people, Father God, have no need of more challenges, Father God, that might come from, well, I can't imagine one to be part of the United States the way it is in its current situation, Father God. Many years ago, it sounded like not a bad idea, but right now, I mean, whatever, that's up to them, Father. We ask you to give them your divine help and intervention, Father, in Jesus' name, because Jesus said, cut up with that, the most high rule in the kingdom of man, give it to whomsoever he will, and you're able to raise up those that need to be raised up, put down those that need to be put down, Father, according to your word. In Jesus' name, in Psalm or is that 75, around verse 6 or something. I think that's where it is. And also, the most high rule in the kingdom of men, give it to whomsoever he will. And the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. You should turn it whichever way you will as the rivers of water, including all those making these decisions, Father God, whether they're doing it to pull little puppet strings or whether the actual people actually have a vote, which would be lovely, Father. If people actually be given a vote, it would be really, really nice, Father. Not that people always know what's right. Help all the people to be able to hold every thought captive and not be swayed by all the mind control that's being done through public things, through social media and the so-called mainstream media and all the other media. Some of it gets little bits of truth out. Some of it gets a little bit more truth. Some of it gets less truth. But a lot of people need to know what's really going on, Father, only to the degree that it would be beneficial to them. Not to focus on what the devil's doing, but to focus on what they need to know. What was that man who who technically died? Uh, Howard Pittman, who was an independent Baptist, died in was it August of 1979. And he had a, a divine, interesting time with you, Lord, before he came back. He didn't believe in the supernatural before. He didn't believe in healing was for day or anything like that. He was a very traditional kind of Baptist guy. But Father God, he found out that, oh, there is a spiritual realm. And it really does affect what's going on right here, right now. So, Father... We, and he knew that the, a lot of people need to be delivered, Father God, from nasty, nasty spirits that would try to control them according to their own will. You said that the devil comes to deceive everyone. You point that out in Revelation chapter 12, around verse 9. And since I've been deceived in the past, many people have been deceived, Father God. In fact, your word says everybody's been deceived. Imagine that. So, Father, we ask that the people that think they know a thing or two, that search the scriptures thinking they're going to find eternal life there, like Pastor Sabrina read today, and they do. But how can they know without your confirmation? And we thank you for the confirmation of all these different wonderful answers to prayer, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for protecting your saints from the different challenges, from the accidents and the weather challenges and all these other things, including the saints in China and every nation, Father God, every nation. We thank you for them, the, the saints in China being allowed to, hopefully some of the saints will be allowed to travel, and not for the ulterior motives. We know, Father God, China's really, really struggling. In many ways, they've had all kinds of flooding issues. They've had terrible problems with their own food production, Father God, but they've somehow been planning ahead for quite a while. They stocked up more food supplies than any other nation, apparently. Much more. Did they know there's going to be a potential restriction in the availability of food? Are they trying to help diminish the world's population for some ulterior motive? I don't know. I don't know, even know if there really is a COVID-19 virus. Many scientists and, and doctors do question that, <clears throat> the ones that are able to think and express themselves, and not too many. Most of them are beholden to the institutions that have hired them. The 
thinking, oh, I can't get my grant. If I don't get my grant, I can't do my work. And the only voucher is the one who has controls on the money, the purse strings. So, Father God, we, we know that it's very hard to find out what's really going on unless you we dig a little bit, Father God. But we know, Father God, that many people are pointing out the challenges, not just to the Chinese economy, but all over the earth, Father God. Yes, many, many people well aware of the challenges to the Chinese economy and all the, the Chinese economy has been the powerhouse, but of course they did it on the backs of what? Uh, basically almost slave labor, Father God, in Jesus. There's horrible, horrible things, Father. And we do thank you, Father God, for this gentleman, what was his name, Steele, who brought these, this information to light about the 5G, Father God, in Jesus' name. Many people are bringing more and more of that information to light because where did COVID-19 begin? It began in Wuhan. Where did they have the first 5G towers? In Wuhan. And do the people in the CCP like some of those people that lived in Wuhan? No, they didn't. Because they were opposed, kind of like free-thinking, you know, patriot-type, conservative-type people. They were opposed to the Chinese communist rule. And maybe they had an agenda there. So, Father God, I don't know, but we've heard many people, not just the fellow Steele, say that 5G is not all necessarily just a benign little system to help people have quicker cell phone calls or uh, Internet connections and all of that. Sounds like a very nice thing. And I, Satan always takes things that make them look nice, kind of like a trap for a little animal if you're trying to trap somebody. Oh, this looks so lovely. Climb into this little lobster pot. Now, how do I get out? There's a little trap. And why do they want to do it? Track and trace, track and trace. Or maybe more than that, maybe it really is what this fellow, what was his name again? Mark Steele pointed out about a possible lethal autonomous weapon system. Father, we ask for your divine help and adjudication. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever's. And you said, whosoever shall what shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits to me? I will take the cup of salvation <clears throat> and call upon the name of the Lord. What does that have to do with calling upon the name of the Lord? Because your name is written in blood. And we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. As Pastor Sabrina was talking about drinking the blood of Jesus, drinking the blood of Jesus. Whose life is in us? Is that eternal life? Whose life is in us? Jesus has the power of, an, of eternal life. Like it says in Hebrews chapter 7, I believe it is. He has the power of eternal life because he had the same life as Father God had in him because he is he is indeed the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God. We're adopted children, but we need to have our spirit man changed from glory to glory as we partake of his divine nature. And we thank you, Father God, that you're delivering us from all the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy because you said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. And your arm is not too short to save. You delivered all the Israelites out of Egypt, didn't you? How did you do that? Did you do it because you, you changed the, the dust into fleas? And even the, the sorcerers and magicians that, that served Pharaoh said, Oh, this is the finger of the God, not just Pharaoh who thought he was a God. Just like the people from the WF, they think they're God, but they're not. God, the creator, created everyone. He created human beings for and other living creatures, even mosquitoes, for his purpose. And now these people want to come up with their own variations, and they want to say, oh, we're, now we're creators. No, they're not creators. They're just copycats. And they're trying to fill people with, with technology, trying to fill people with, cut up with graphene and other things to try and allow them to be not just tracked and traced, 
but to allow them to be controlled from without electronically, Father. And we ask you to deliver us from every one of these attacks, and we thank you for doing so, because you're faithful who promised, and you said, no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And we thank you for rendering unto man your righteousness. We thank you for the abundance of grace, and the gift of righteousness is written not only in Job 33:26, Romans 5:17, because of the blood of the covenant. We thank you for filling us with yourself, Lord Jesus. Drink into one spirit with you, Lord. And Satan, you and all your little underlings are bound and gagged. Every spirit is to kill, steal, and or destroy. Bound and gagged. Thrust into the cage. Every ungodly spirit of ungodly mind control. Bound and gagged. And all thoughts captive and subject to the complete obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as since the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the point down the strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought, to the beings of Christ, we bind every spirit of ungodly fears. We cast all of our cares on you, Lord Jesus. Satan, you're bound. Everyone, every ungodly spirits are bound in Jesus' name. We cast the sonnets to steal, kill, and to destroy, coming against not only the saints in China, but in every nation. Not only the saints in, in uh, Great Britain, not only the saints in Europe, not only the saints in the African nations, all the different African nations, and in, in down, down under in New Zealand and Australia and all, the, and all these other areas where they're trying to set up new bioweapons labs in Indonesia and other places. We cancel their assignments to steal, kill, and or destroy in Jesus' name, even as the bioweapons labs that have been uncovered in Ukraine have been exposed on at least the alternative media. Of course, they keep trying to cover all that stuff up. So we don't really know the full scope of it, but you do, Father. So Satan, you're bound. All your underlings, every spirit, every mind-blind spirit, every occultic spirit, every type of occultic spirit, every spirit trying to cause people to be controlled by something and someone other than the true and living creator God who loves us perfectly are bound and gagged, thrust into cage, locked in, locked in, locked in, every mind control spirit, all ungodly family spirits, generational iniquity spirits, every ungodly spirit, including antichrist and loving, looking for love in the wrong places. Some people looking for love in a bar, some people looking for love in illicit sex, some people looking for love in all kinds of things. We bind every one of those ungodly spirits and every spirit of idolatry and rebellion every spirit of perversion, every spirit upon sex trafficking, every spirit of manipulating, the statistics, trying to prove, oh, no, we're not in a recession. We just have, have inflation going out of control a little bit, and we just have people uh, dropping out of the workforce for no apparent reason, and, and perfectly healthy athletes just getting really sick suddenly and just falling over dead or whatever, <clears throat> having to be resurrected by um, multiple attempts. Father God, we thank you for, for bringing to light what's going on globally and what the plans are. But, Lord, we can all be translated. And we thank you for the many, many wonderful testimonies we've heard by the different doctors and those that have been following after Jesus to do what you tell us to do, Father. And you said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, maybe with fasting, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. How about repenting? And, and quote that, quote that and turn from the wicked ways and seek my face. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. And you are the last Adam, Lord Jesus. Your eyes are red with wine. And that's what seeking his face is partly about. And does that wine represent what looks like the created son? But that's just a created thing to mimic what really is happening when you're sitting on your throne way up there, and the earth is your footstool. You're sitting up there looking down what's going on down here, and you know what each of us are thinking. But your name is exalted above all glory and praise above the World Economic Forum, above all these different people, above fear, above trauma, above every ungodly spirit of fear of lack, fear of need. The Lord is our shepherd. 
we shall not want. You're the good shepherd. What did Jesus, the good shepherd, do? Oh, he laid down his life for us. He had power to lay down his life and power to take it up again, like it says in John 10:17. How does he do that? By his own body and blood. He had power to lay it down and power to take it up again. He's the, he is the first foundation. He's the foundation, the cornerstone of the body of Christ, of the church, the holy temple. And we thank you. You raised up that temple, Lord Jesus. You said you were going to raise up the temple, and we thank you for raising it up. And we're part of that temple. That's why we hold fast to the source of the hope, firm to the end. Satan, you're bound to everyone to be under the dead. You're bound to the dead. Still still in your store. Cancel seven and all of us. We're just kidding them. We're